from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Why not run it back? We could be world champions. This is the Rich Eisen Show. F them picks. We'll use them to go win more Super Bowls. With guest host, Susie Schuster. We're world champions. Let's go, y'all. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk. Basketball Hall of Famer, Charles Barkley. Basketball Hall of Famer and Lakers legend, Jerry West. Plus, author of Showtime, Jeff Perlman. And now, it's Susie Schuster. It's just that kind of Thursday. It's Hall of Fame Thursday here on the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. I am also known as the coolest wife in the world. My husband is currently in... I believe he's in seat 5A on a flight to Hawaii, boys. TJ Jefferson. What a jerk. (laughs) What a jerk. What am I doing here? Who's the jerk? He's on the way to Hawaii, and I'm sitting here with you guys, but I'm thrilled to be here. Actually, I kind of punted him. I'm like... Get, Get out. out. You've been around too long. An L.A. Super Bowl. Go away. I didn't really say that. I kind of said that. And he is now currently on his way to Hawaii for a much-deserved rest. But T.J. Jefferson, nice to see you. Hey, Susie, you know, you're here tomorrow, too, right? Uh, uh, tomorrow's Mimosa Friday. That yes. means we get to run it, it back. back. Run, run it, it back. back. Oh, Sean McVay here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try uh, to be a little bit more sober than Matthew Stafford was, perhaps. Just slightly. I mean, just just like, you got to yeah. change the nameplate. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that, oh, oh yeah. sorry, guys. Hold on. Thing. Good call, Hold on. Hold on. Good my call. bad. My He's bad. Yeah. Boom. Hey. That is right there. There we All right, go. Now, Susie, like, slide it uh, to the left slightly. Okay. Yeah. Best yeah. mom yeah. ever. Hold well, on. Is yeah. his camera left? Well, the yeah, sun's tilt, tilt, tilt. Oh, there we go. No, no, no. Okay. Best mom ever plaque is back. It's not great. We'll work on it, though. It's not great, but you know what? It's there, and I'm here, and so let's get this party started. Let's Let's run it back, people, in honor of the big parade, the Rams parade. Hi, Chris Brockman. Hi, Mike Uh, Daltu. How are you? I'm not in Hawaii, so it's, you know, I'm here. We're here. Holding it down. And be happy about it. I, I, I bring. Well, I bring. I mean, he was on. being kind of rude yesterday, like really rubbing it, rubbing it into the rest of us that we had to work and he was not going to be here. He did sound a little arrogant. I'm not going to lie. I was yeah. driving around in the cars. Yeah. I'm want to do oftentimes listening to the Rich Eisen show and sending, you know, text to TJ. Say this. <laughs> text to Chris. Say that. Facts. Text to Rich. Did you look in the break? Here's what I think. Because everybody loves it when I give feedback during a show, but I don't care. So. <laughs> I keep doing it. But that being said, I'm here with you guys. I will get you through as Rich enjoys four days of Mai Tais. Yeah. Mr. Mai Tai. Mr. Hey. Mai Tai. Oh, there he is. Mr. <laughs> Mai Kitty. Tai. Back in action with the Poku Boys. And uh, come on, he, he deserves a break, right? I mean, that's I think I deserve a break, but that's a whole different show. And I'm available if we need to we do that. We can do that, that show today if hey. you want. Like. Should I? Uh, uh, it's the woe is me edition of the Rich Eisen <laughs> yeah, sure, Why not? Just saying, Susie, Chris and I, we have our afternoons pretty free. So, you know, for the most part. So yeah, we, we can slide do, into something. We can do a pod or something. You know. It's like an emergency uh, For the podcast. Rich Eisen yeah, podcast. Oh, no, Rich Eisen. No, this would be the Susie Schuster. Like extra. You know. Guys, I'm available and I pour drinks. So that's hey, what I'm saying. We're here for When that. I was hosting the Lakers podcast, I would basically pop a really good Brunello every time and I would call up Derek Fisher like hey can you come over and do a podcast I'll, I'll feed you and, and you can drink and that was 
a great way to get a podcast going. Anyway, that said, Marshall Falk, <laughs> speaking of drinking, uh, Marshall Falk will be joining me for the show. He's in traffic, whatever. We knew he might be cruising in. But yeah, Marshall's going to be here for cool. all three hours. So he's just going to stroll in and then we'll rock and roll. Because Marshall's way, a Hall of Famer, so, he, you know, he... And it's Hall of to. Fame Thursday on the Rich Eisen Show because I try to come correct. You did. So Charles Barkley will be calling in. My old friend Charles, thrilled to have him. I want to talk to him about Kyler Murray. I want to know what Charles thinks about the Kyler Murray situation because here's my theory, and I'm going to stick to it. There aren't that many prima donnas in football. It's just a different sport. It's such an NBA thing to do. So I think erasing your Instagram and all of this hoopla feels very NBA. Doesn't it feel more NBA, Chris, to you than it does feel the NFL? Well, we've kind of seen this happen over the last few years with the, you know, the, the way the NBA has been operating where players get sick of playing in one spot. And despite their contract situation, they say, well, I want to go play here. Uh, I don't want to be in Houston. I want to go to Brooklyn. You know what? Brooklyn stinks. I want to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> You know what? I that's, don't like very specific. Right I don't there. like. I, I, wonder, I, don't like I wonder who you're talking about. I don't right like now. New Orleans. I want to go to Los Angeles. Right. You know, we've kind of been seeing that a lot recently, and it is what it is. But we've been seeing that bleed into the NFL, where it's a lot harder to do that because the teams have all the leverage. Like, just look at Aaron Rodgers. It probably didn't want to play for Green Bay last year, but he had zero leverage in terms of getting out of his deal and forcing a trade and getting to a new spot that he thinks would be better. So he played. He was the MVP. And now we're going to go through this all over again in the next four weeks. And now Kyler Murray is seemingly doing the same thing, we think. We think it has a lot to do with contract. He's entering year four. The team's going to make a decision on whether to pick up his option. They will. And then they can franchise him after that. So the players in the NFL have next to nothing in terms of leverage, like, in, you know, in contrast to how they do in the NBA. So whether this is what Kyler is doing, we don't know. Um, and we'll just have to see how it plays out. But it does just make the next month or so all that more interesting if another quarterback is, quote, unquote, available and on the market. And there's plenty of guys out there or plenty of teams out there that would like to have his services yeah, or any of their services, let's face it. But I just thought it was it's just a little like. Mm, teenage girl to do, you know, erasing your Instagram. I liked what the Cardinals did too. Like they're, well, I'm going to erase right back at you. Cause I showed you on social media. <laughs> I thought that was really clever. Whoever's yeah. idea that was and whoever gave the okay, like kudos to you gold star, because you want to be petty by deleting all your pictures. We're going to be just as petty back. Because you, we, you really can't do anything about it. It's a little mean girls. It's a little mean girls. It's a little yeah. like, are we, is this really how we're communicating? But sometimes I think to myself, what's he, 24, 25? Sometimes okay. I wonder, yeah, yeah. are these kids just too young to handle yeah, all the pressure that they have? I don't know. Maybe, look, athletes have been young going in and becoming who they are. Joe Burrow's, you know, 16 years old and he's doing just fine. <laughs> I mean, the zoot suit, the zebra zoot suit was a whole different conversation. We were going to start the show with the Rams parade, but now we've really digressed. We've really just gotten into it. Who cares? I can't get fired. So I mean, (laughs) might as well just keep going. The thing about Kyler is, is like you talked about the move being petty. You talk about deleting your social media is kind of mean girlsy. And that just goes right into the narrative that whoever in the Cardinals organization told Chris Mortensen that he is passive aggressive and selfish and sulking and points fingers, it just plays right into that. You're not really doing yourself 
any favors by behaving in this way socially uh, on social media. It was a Swedish guy named Per, right? It was Per Source. Per, per, right, per, right. Yeah, Per. That guy's everywhere. By the way, Per is, uh, he's prolific. <laughs> per Source. Someone told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was told. Sources say. Sources. Close to the situation. Close. Right. Uh, let's just go and do something more fun, right? Because quite honestly, I'm going to hit up Charles Barkley on the Kyler Murray because I think it's great. I'm going to hit up Jerry West on it too. I'm curious about their takes on it and Marshall when he comes in. We will talk about that. Marshall's like at the Starbucks drive through right now. I hope he's, <laughs> wherever he is, I just hope he's bringing should me we, one. I was say, should we text him our orders? Yeah. By the way, I'll have a grande Americano, please. <laughs> half and half. A little bit of chocolate powder in there. Oh, Come on, okay. come here. In case anybody out there wants to go you know, swing by the El Segundo and drop it off here. <laughs> that would be great. That said, let's talk a little bit about the Rams parade. Because let's quite it. honestly, it was so nice to have a parade back in town. Did you find it jarring when I hear I love L.A.? The old classic song, I still think Lakers. Yeah. So suddenly it's like you hear, I love LA. And I'm like, wait a minute, Where, where's, where's Shaq? <laughs> and as we know, because he's calling in tomorrow, where's he's Mark, not here. Where's Mark Madsen? Where's, <laughs> so do you think that Austin Reeves, speaking of 17 seconds to go and he sinks a three to seal the game last night against the Utah Jazz for the Lakers before we get, of course, now we're, now we are spiraling out of control we're here on the Rich Eisen show. The Austin Reeves is the new Mark Madsen. Am I wrong? Is he or is he the new Caruso? No, Caruso is 950 years old. Yeah, but they should have never got rid of him. Why did they get rid of Some him? Some of the memes over the weekend uh, with the LeBron commercial, you know, the LeBron Super Bowl ad. You didn't <laughs> see all the commercials, but uh, great, great spot for crypto. It was now LeBron uh, talking to younger LeBron. Yeah, and it was a, great. a lot of memes popping up on Instagram and Twitter over, uh, afterwards of like, don't don't trade Caruso. Like uh, if Russell Westbrook calls, don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. I didn't see a single commercial. How about that? There Not were some one. Good ones. I have to go back and watch them. Wait, all. let's stay on task. Let's go back to the Rams parade. Let's let's do that. Okay, let's reset. Hi everybody, <laughs> Susie reset. Schuster let's in for Rich Eyes and Rich Eyes and on his way. I, we're doing a full reset. I'm gonna keep Hi, us on, I'm gonna keep us focusing on the narrow. You're today. doing a great job. Because uh, you know me, I wow out, Susie. Like you know so. You don't don't count on me to keep things in, in order. No, because you're a hot mess. I slept <laughs> all of 17 minutes last night, so I'm just letting you know this could go this could spiral out of control at any minute. All right, well I'm quick on my toes, so I'm ready for that. Hi everybody, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show. TJ Jefferson, Mike Del Tuvo, hey. Chris Brockman. There's hey. your reset. We're gonna go straight heavy Rams right now because breaking news: Aaron Donald needs a new shirt. <laughs> I think that's basically or, or all. A shirt. It's all Chris wants to talk about. I think there's a part of Chris Brockman that is just secretly jealous that he's not. Look jacked. at that dude, Look at that man. Guy. He's not, like, here's Python the thing. City. We we both started out the same, like zygote yeah, and all of and us sperm, and then they came together and the baby, and he it's came out of his mom, uh-huh. and like he's from Pennsylvania. I was born in Pennsylvania. Was, TJ was born yeah. in Pennsylvania. Like we all started out the same, and then at some point. Our paths went in opposite directions, and I look like this, and that guy looks like that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Sarah. And if I looked, happy birthday, Sarah. I love you. If if I looked like that, no shirt ever. Wouldn't even own them. Yeah. You'd walk around every day with nothing. Every left, day, no. no shirt. Like if jewelry, yeah. hats, whatever. No shirt. If I was Aaron Donald, I'd own one collared shirt in case I need to go to a funeral or something. And other than that, it would be just be a nice selection of 
deep tank tops. You know, like the string cuts that, that like come down to here. Like Joe Manganiello, deep, deep yeah. V. Joe does love a deep DV. Deep DV. Right. Tank top. So nothing. does Sofia Vergara, by the way. But Unbelievable. That, this guy. Incredible. And just shout out, like, parades are awesome in general. Remember a year ago, the Bucks parade? It was on the, with Mike with the boats and everything. And, like, Tom almost threw Lombardi into the bay. Like, parades are just fun. And a lot of people are giving, you know, kind of L.A. fans crap because, like, a few select photos showed not a lot of people, but there were tons of people at the end. And just back off. Like, LA's a lot of transplants. Like, everyone works. It was in the middle of the day. You can't really plan to go to a parade. Oh, and, and oh, by the way, we <laughs> are point. still coming out of a pandemic. So yes, people, don't, that's I mean, the other people thing. don't know how to parade anymore. Well, they're all like, oh, can I get that close? I mean, should I go out? I mean, to me, yeah. to me, I thought it was great. I loved seeing some celebration. I, uh, I'm hoping that Matthew Stafford has a lot of Gatorade. Do we have the video of Matthew Stafford? Can we roll that in, Mike Hoskins? Pedialyte I wonder if we can Gatorade today. take a little listen to Matthew Stafford. Or as Tom said, mix in the water. <laughs> I'm damn happy to be standing up here with you guys celebrating this <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's go, y'all. I'm going to bring us a little Southern hospitality to this. I appreciate y'all so much. You guys have been unbelievable. Unbelievable all year. And you know what? We appreciate you. Let's go. <laughs> and then he starts swigging the Don Julio How 1942. Cool. That's what you're that? supposed to do at a parade. Yeah. Remember, I You're supposed to be Tom Brady getting yeah. carried out by your backup quarterback. You're supposed to be Matthew Stafford, backwards hat, full bottle of Don Julio, which with, looked almost empty. Yeah, by with the Aaron way. Donald having your back. Yeah. 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 You're a $179 bottle of tequila. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, Has that's $179 Brady- if you buy it from the liquor store. If you buy it out of the club, that's a whole nother, <laughs> you know, a, added tax. And, situation. you know, there's levels. That's and, and and by club you mean, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has Tom Brady TM'd Let's Go? I'm just curious. Did, did Let's Go even not exist let. before Tom Brady? Because you know yes. when Coop when Coop scores, he goes Let's Go. Not, not really. I love it. It was it's definitely Tom Brady. Thing. You how you did think Mark Tom Brady it? came up with Let's Go? No, but I mean it oh, wasn't yeah. like a thing people said all the time until he started doing Bro, it. I, I have video of me saying Let's Go from the '90s. Like, yeah, but it sucked. Yeah, but not like yeah, <laughs> no, not, not like for Tom, me. Though, no, Let's Go. Not like Let's Go, and then LFG. Like they definitely started that. Yeah, uh, you could put that as a Twitter poll. I, I don't. Tom Brady start let's go. <laughs> the the answer is yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys come from Brady, the same place. So you did Tom Brady say that. create the sun and the snow? Yes. Oh yes. boy. Uh, please, Listen. Please let the Hall of Famer come through so we can. Look, I got one husband on the way to Hawaii. My other husband just walked in. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hi, Marshall. I mean, is it wrong if I call you my is my work husband? Oh God! I just love you, Marshall. <laughs> is this embarrassing? Should I? Do I sound like I'm like? Is, is am I offensive to Rich if I'm like calling you my work husband? Well, Rich knows. <laughs> also, Rich is not here he or listening, so it's no, fine. it's totally fine. No. He, actually, he actually texted me. Did he? Yeah. To make sure you were gonna yeah. not sleep through or stay in Cabo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I got a text last night from uh, TNT saying, "Yeah, Charles can't make it." I'm like, "Okay, thanks." I'm like, well, I got Marshall in my pocket, so whatever, whatever. Uh, Hi, Marshall. 
Well, How are we doing? We're talking about the parade. We're talking about a lot of stuff. We're kind of all over the all over the place this morning. We wanted to organize. We wanted to have a normal show. Like I'm going to sit here like this and talk like this. And it I was is, like, that's so boring. We had a parade in L.A. yesterday. Can you can I mean, you stand it? That was awesome. What do you remember about your your celebration when you won? Just trying not to fall off the float. Yeah, that's it. Did you rip your shirt off? No, I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't incredible Hulk it. But. Yeah. I'm just curious because uh, we're still looking for Donald's shirt. I'm not sure if you know where it is. The chain's still on. He wore yeah, the yeah, bling to the yeah, Lakers game. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to rip the chain off, but the shirt didn't last long. Chris is really jealous. Chris Why? wishes he had the pythons, and he's uh, saying would, if I mean, he looked like that, like he'd rip look the like shirt off. You can. Can he? Uh, you can. Can he? Would, oh, yeah. I would need a lot of Oh, yeah. A lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of extra help. Too, a lot of, probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of work going into looking like that, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have that kind of time. That dude, yeah. <laughs> He's a beast, man. It's serious. He is He is a beast. I watch, Just watching him, watching him play in that game, he was possessed. He was possessed. And I was just thinking back because uh, – you know, I think the last couple of times that they got bounced out of the playoffs in each game, I think he was hurt. Mm-hmm. He wasn't himself. I think the last one he had some some rib issue last year, and uh, it was so crazy listening to uh, him and McVeigh the last exchange. You're going to make a play. You're going to make this play, and he goes in and makes the play on fourth down. That is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's like ah. Uh, and what I loved was listening to McVeigh say to Stafford, this is the play that's going to win the trophy for you. You're going to win the game with this. And then it unfolds like that. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have begged for a better yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's savant-like. Like he had on, on those, in those two situations, and that's just that's like being in tune with the game and, and the flow of it, understanding. He understood the moment for Aaron Donald, but also the situation and circumstance for Stafford. Because I think it was like two plays earlier, he missed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like it was like, oh boy. Oh boy, is this is this the moment? But it was just it was like it was big. It was a big moment for Stafford. We I'm happy have, for him. We have two hours and forty five minutes to talk to you about this. We've got Charles Barkley coming up after the break. I want to go to break now so we have as much time as we can with Charles. So I'm oh, going to tell gonna you, fun. I'm going to ask about Callaway Chrome Soft That's because fine. you know because you play, yeah, because you get the game. No, they they got good stuff. So Callaway engineered <laughs> Chrome Soft to be the best tour ball. It didn't just make the best players better; it made everyone better. We'll see because I I'm hit or miss. Men, women, first-time major winners, repeat major winners, club champs, business golfers. The Chrome Soft family has the best tour performance for every type of performance. Starting with the regular Chrome Soft, which is designed for the widest range of golfers who want to have better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness, which I need forgiveness on. I, I, I get annoyed. <laughs> I throw clubs. I swear. I look at Rich. I'm like, what did I do? And he's like, it's not pretty. For better players looking for more workability, Chrome Soft X provides excellent spin consistency and tour-level short game control. Finally, Chrome Soft XLS gives you a lower spin golf ball on longer shots, firmer feel, but still with high spin around the greens. And now, every Chrome Soft is enhanced with precision technology, which uses design techniques and manufacturing specifications up to one one thousandth of an inch. Rich said to me, he's like, you're going to screw up on that one one thousandth. That's not easy. Of an inch. He called it. He's like, got to read it first. It's tricky. 
It's not easy. This ensures they're the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf balls possible. When you add it up, it's pretty simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Charles Barkley, when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hall of Fame Thursday, so we wanted to invite our good friend Charles Barkley to join us as well because I go to the well every time, Marshall. You know I have like a, I have a routine. I got to go to Charles, I got to go to you, I got to go to Shaq, and I got to go to Jerry West. But We're your people. You're my people. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Charles. What's up, y'all? Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm in cold Cleveland. Uh, oh, yeah. Getting ready for All-Star Weekend, but I am doing wonderful. Did you see your crazy friend Shaq in his video getting on a plane in a full-length fur coat yesterday? He looked <laughs> that was ridiculous. Funny. That was funny. <laughs> I did not. I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't do any social media yes. or anything like that. I was flying to Cleveland, and uh, I have not done anything. Since I haven't looked at any television since I got here. I'm actually getting ready for March Madness, Sue, to be honest with you, trying to figure out who the top ten teams are. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Charles, I, I, I got to ask you about this because it was, it was just so funny to me um, to watch Durant. Dance around, <laughs> not picking Harden. Come on, man. How how funny was that? You know that team, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that team is crazy. Uh, I, I get sick of talking about them. I don't know who I get more sick of talking about the the the, the Nets or the Lakers. The Lakers stink, and everybody still talks about them every day like they legitimate, and they aren't. They stink. But uh, listen, the Nets, James Harden had enough. He said, like, yo, man, 
I didn't sign up for all this stupidity. I'm going to keep it moving. And But it's going to be must-see TV the next two to three months about Philly, how that thing's going to work out in Brooklyn. It's going to be fun. My job's going to be fun once I get through with March Madness because it's going to be must-see to how, what happened with those two teams. Who, who, who won the trade? Who won the trade? Uh, Brooklyn won the trade. Mm. Yeah, what? Brooklyn won the trade. I mean, they get an all-star in Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. They get Seth Curry, who's one of the ten best shooters. I like Drummond, who's already paying dividends. And listen, when they get KD back and Kyrie for half the time, I mean, they could be they could win this thing now. I heard uh, I heard Silver Silver said to New York he he was like, listen, this, and I think this is this is good for Kyrie. He said, I don't understand if the visiting team. If their players who are not vaccinated can play, why is there a double standard for Kyrie? Like that was for him to say that was something. Well, it's interesting, you know. And I really, number one, I think everybody should get vaccinated. Uh, and I implore everybody out there to get vaccinated, not just for yourself, but the people around you. So I implore everybody to get vaccinated. That being said, it is interesting and quite stupid that people who are not vaccinated can play there except players who actually play there (laughs) it's a really stupid interesting thing uh Kyrie can stop all this stuff he just got vaccinated and and we wouldn't be in this situation but the rules are the rules it's just a stupid rule I mean I'm not and to be honest with you Marsh I didn't even know it to yesterday that that people who people could work there who who don't live there can come there and work there without being vaccinated. I did not know that until Adam said it yesterday. We were actually talking about it last night, and it's just a stupid rule, plain and simple. Charles Barkley joining us here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, Marshall Falk with me all three hours. Charles, I want to just quickly go to this Ben Simmons situation, because I'd like to know from your opinion, how can you miss this much time saying it's for mental health? And then seemingly show up happy, move on, and start suiting up. It's it's a really hard message. It's not a hard message. I, listen, uh, mental illness is a serious thing. I hate that he was using that as a scapegoat. Because you got to understand something. Number one, I live in Arizona. But I live in Philadelphia during the summer. Uh, and Ben Simmons never said anything about mental health until they stopped paying him. He just said he hated the Sixers. He didn't want to be around Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid. That was happening all summer. I heard it every day all summer. And then one day he figured out, like, oh, y'all not going to pay me. And then he's basically like, uh, uh, um, 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 um. he starts stuttering, like, I got a mental health issue. <laughs> and Ben Simmons, first of all, anybody got mental health has my support, full support. But if Ben Simmons had said that when everything first happened, I wouldn't have had any problem with it. But what he did was a serious issue that in our society, he started using that when he uh, realized he was not going to get paid. And now all of a sudden, he went and saw Dr. Phil for like on one of those hour shows and he's fixed now. He's ready to play now. Said he just got to get in basketball shape, 
and he's probably going to come back against the Sixers in a couple weeks. So it lets you know that what he was really doing, he just didn't want to play in Philly. And all of a sudden, like I say, he saw Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil cured him in an hour. He's going to get in basketball shape. And he it wouldn't surprise me if he played as soon as the All-Star game was over. Tuzi, this this is this is a it's it's a thing now because uh, if you're an analyst, you can't really comment on this. It's it's a it's it's challenging, um, and 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 there's no measuring stick to say if he is or is if he isn't, and you don't want to be on the wrong side of it. Um, it it's it's like it's 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 really dicey, and for Charles and him, you know, like it's like hey, we don't know. We we can't say we just know nobody in Philly has confirmed now, and 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 I actually I, I heard Stephen A say this well, well maybe nobody in Philly wants to confirm because if they did hear it and didn't do anything about it now they're in trouble. So it's a it's a, it's like it's one of those dicey things like who's telling the truth and who's not. But the reality is in to, in today's society. Um, and and back when Charles played and I played, you in order to play in the leagues, you had to be mentally tough. Like you didn't you didn't get a you didn't get a a timeout when you when you were a little foggy because you had some problems. And and now it's looked that different, and they, and they and they evaluate it different. The player that got through this kind of stuff and continued to play, they were kind of revered. It was that was like a badge of honor, and it's different now. And and we have to we have to kind of take the back seat to it, and and just say, hey, we don't know, we because we really don't. You know, Marsh, it's 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 such an interesting time we're in as players and in the world. Listen, mental health is a serious issue, and I, I was disappointed in being from for this aspect. Uh, you're making forty million dollars a year, and your team criticizes you because. You went on a seven-game series. You went an entire seven games and didn't score in the fourth quarter, which that's almost impossible, especially when you're a max player and you're expected to be the second-best player on the team, and you have a layup and you think you're going to get fouled because you are not shooting good free throws, and you pass up a dunk because they're going to foul you. Like I say, you went seven games in a seven-game series and never scored a basket in the fourth quarter. That's impossible to do. I mean, you get a steal or a breakaway or a layup or a dunk somewhere along the way, but you didn't score in seven games. And your coach and some people criticize you, and your first response is like, I'm not playing with you guys anymore. And the one thing I know about playing basketball or any sport, you got to want to get better for yourself. Screw your teammates, your coaches your family, and your friends. I don't think you want to be great for any of them. You want to be great for them, but the number one person you should want to be great at your sport is for yourself. And listen, I've never had the pleasure of making $30, $40 million a year, but if I can make that much money and and somebody said, hey, you just got to get better at basketball, I said, oh, no, not only will I get better at basketball, <laughs> if you want me to babysit your kids on the weekend and cut your grass, I'll do that too. My first, resp- my first response is not going to be, no, no, y'all can't criticize me. And then the thing that really sucks about it 
he's probably in a better situation now than he was a week ago. So, uh, but that's the world we live in today. You know, this is the transportation, uh, transfer portal, as they call it now, Marsh. Yeah. We're in the, we yeah. are in the transfer portal in all of all walks of sports now. <clears throat> and, you know, Doc Rivers, Charles Barkley, is on his way pretty soon for a, uh, shall we say, a couple of days off in warmer weather, and he'll have some time to think about this. But we're talking about a coach who is really good with young players, who's a dad. And the way that he's gonna now going to have to come out of this, and I wonder, it'll be interesting to see if you're right that New Jersey came out on top. But, you know, he, what he said was a challenge to Ben Simmons. In my opinion, Ben Simmons should have reacted. And, and instead, it's just, it's almost like, and again, I'd say this with a grain of salt, if it is a mental illness issue, I'm not criticizing nor judging, but I want to be better. If someone calls me out, I want to show them that they're wrong. So if somebody says to me, I'm not sure I can win with you, I want to show them that they can believe in me. And I, you know, I remember last time I was sitting in the chair, it was right after Simone Biles had pulled back and people were just judging her and saying, this is ridiculous. You should be competing for Americans. She said, I need to feel good about myself. And I was very vociferous in saying, back off if she's got some issues She's spinning a million times through the air and could break her skull at any time. So back off, all you fat asses sitting on your sofas at home. But- yeah. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a couple things. I think number one, I think the problem we myself included have with Ben. Ben never said anything about mental illness until they stopped paying him, because that's one thing you can't prove people's mental illness. But if he had said that, I mean, it was a whole three to five months before he said anything about mental illness. He never said anything over the summer. And then when they stopped paying him, that's when he claimed mental illness. If he got a mental issue, I think we wouldn't have said anything. But to bring it up later, we have a problem with Listen, I think Marshall touched upon it earlier. So, uh, I don't know about Simone Biles. I don't, I don't know enough about gymnastics, to be honest with you. But I will say this. These guys... They want all this money. They want all the accolades to go with being rich and famous. It's pressure. If you don't want no pressure, you need to get a nine to five like a normal, amazing person who work nine to five. But if you're going to be rich and famous, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on you to perform. Just like it was on me, Marshall. Uh, everybody who's ever played the game. And now it's probably even more because of the, the money they make. So uh, I hope anybody who got some mental illness gets some help. But the bottom line is if you're going to be rich and famous and get, and get paid millions of dollars, you're going to be under pressure, plain and simple. And if you don't want that pressure, you can't be rich and famous. And you can't whine about it and say, I don't want to do this. And, and well, then you can't take these people's money. Uh, and that's the bottom line. Yeah. If you're famous, you're going to be on a tremendous amount of pressure. And that just goes with the territory, plain and simple. Yeah. Charles, I, I, when, when I think about it, it's like um, uh, when, when Ben Simmons was in year one or two, 
and and he was I mean he wasn't shooting well then, and he was being criticized by his coach. I'm, I'm sure he was like, hey, we got to work on this. Uh, he couldn't figure out if he was left-handed or right-handed at that point in time. Um, we didn't hear about, you know, I, and and I'm wondering, is it is it is it the pressure once you get the money to perform? Is it not the same pressure that got you the money when you when you didn't have like I haven't seen somebody without money like a bench. I haven't seen a bench player say, "Yeah, dog, I'm I got mental problem." I haven't seen it yet. It's only high profile when they're not performing how they're supposed to be in sports. That's the only time we're hearing it. We're not hearing it from the backup or or somebody that's like in a in a in a G League. They're not saying it. Because he, he, here's the thing, and and this is what if the if the team find out that you have that issue, you're probably not getting paid. You're probably not. But if it's a real issue, you should say it's an issue regardless. And we should like really, really provide help. Right. Regardless. Like if Ben had this issue, did this issue just come because you're making all this money and you're not performing? Or was it something that you had when you left LSU and you just didn't say anything about it because you wanted to you wanted to max out? And like for Simone, like did you have these issues before you became a national star and didn't say anything about it? Or, you know, has it always been an issue? Like we we don't know those things. And that's what it, it makes it dicey for people to really understand it that you you did all the work to garner the pay to be at this level. And now because you can't take the pressure, it's a, it's a mental issue. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And, and a lot of people just don't subscribe to it because there's people who, who are busting their butt in a nine to five making like, you know, 18 bucks an hour. They would like to call in and have a mental issue day, but they can't. And they don't get it. What do you think, Charles? Well, listen, it's a, a really tricky it is. subject nowadays. But I always say this, you know, man, everybody got stuff going on. Everybody got stuff going on. No matter how rich, famous, poor, whatever, white, black, Hispanic, Jewish, Asian, everybody's got crap going on. And if you need some help, ask somebody. I always tell people you're never alone. Uh, like there's always, everybody's got somebody like, Hey, pick up the phone and call somebody like, yo, I'm struggling. But like I say, this, uh, I think we just have to be really careful. But like I say, the only problem I've ever had with Ben, if Ben had said anything about mental illness in the beginning, I think we was like, Hey, let, let's get this guy some help. But he didn't say anything about mental illness. Like I say, until he stops, they're like, "Uh oh, he gonna, they gonna, they're not gonna pay me." And listen, he looks very healthy in the first couple things I've seen of him since he got traded to Brooklyn. So now everything kind of makes me believe what I believed all along. And uh, like I say, hey, it's unfortunate that he got his way. It's unfortunate. I want to make that clear because your employer has the right to ask you to get better at your craft. Susie, I think you said it earlier. 
and I said it earlier too, like I wanted to be great at basketball for myself. Mm-hmm. I know I had great family and friends around me, the great teammates and and the organization. But the number one priority for any job is to be great for yourself. I mean, I wanted to be great. And Ben turned me and a lot of people off when he got mad at the Sixers. I like, yo, man, you got to get better at basketball. You know, but when you're making $35 million for the next three or four years, guaranteed, there's nothing. It's not like the NFL where they can cut you if you ain't doing your job. Ben knew he had a security blanket. He was going to make $33, $35 million for the next four years. And then, and so now, he, but he's done, to me, he's in a better situation. And I think that's unfortunate. But hey, that's the game today. When you make that much money, you have a lot of power. I mean, look at James Harden. This is the second team he's forced his way out of. He didn't like Houston. Uh, after Denny, same thing in Brooklyn. But James makes $45 million a year. Uh, that's just the league we play in today. The players have all the power for now because there's going to be a lockout, uh, just like there is in baseball. There's going to be a lockout in football, too. I've been saying for the last couple of years, these owners are going to get their money back the next chance they get. Them guys been paying all of us jocks every single dime with nobody's in the stands, and they're going to get their money back. Baseball just had to go first. They're not going to start on time. When it's time for football and basketball and to renegotiate, a lot of our guys are going to be sitting at home too. But them owners are going to get their money back. One way or the other. Hmm. Charles, before we let you go, I want to know your thoughts on Kyler Murray, since you are a, a Phoenix guy. What are your thoughts watching this quarterback play out all this drama on Instagram with the Cardinals? Well, you know, I hate social media. I've never <laughs> yes, we do. Anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, all those losers on social media, they have one thing in common. They're not working. They just sit around talking about other people. They're just losers. Okay, so obviously I live in Arizona. The first question Callum Murray got to ask himself, is the criticism fair? You can't overreact when you're a great player. Because great players, we're not all perfect. The first question you have to ask yourself, are the coaches, because whoever's leaking this, somebody's leaking it. The first thing you have to say, Susan, like we talking about, you got to say to yourself, I want to get better at a foot, as a football player. Is what they're saying about me true? That's fair. If it, he has to look himself in the mirror. He can call it nonsense. I saw his statement. He, he's not in for this nonsense. But as a player, the first thing you have to ask yourself, and Dr. J taught me this when I was first becoming a star. And there was a couple of things that shook me up when I went from just being a nobody to a star, the, the, the game changes. And he says, Charles, don't ever re- overreact. Look in the mirror and says, is the criticism fair? And Kyle Murray has got to do that. Then if, if the criticism is not fair, he can get mad and do all that stupid stuff on social media, whatever. I saw somebody, I guess they call it scribbling, scrubbling, something like that, when you just erase everybody, which I don't even know what that means. But the first thing you have to do as a player 
going, we can go back to we were just talking about Ben Simmons. Are they right? And 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 in a course in Ben Simmons' situation, we they were a hundred percent correct. He needs to get better as a basketball player. Now to get back to your original point, I don't know Kyle Murray. I've never met him. Uh, I would be curious. If I wanted to know anything about that organization, I'd probably call the great Larry Fitzgerald. Even though he didn't play this year, he's been around there the last couple of years. And I'd ask him off the record about Kyle Murray personally. Uh, but I don't know a lot of – I, I know what I'm reading, but I don't know what's true. Uh, that's the key. You know, all these Internet people and people voicing opinions, that's just stuff I read uh, – on Bleacher Report or ESPN shows me something like that. But I don't know what's true. But I think the first, to get back to your original question, Callum Murray has to ask himself, is the criticism fair? And then you can make an informed decision. But you have to look in the mirror first and foremost and say, are the criticisms of me fair? Charles Berkeley, that's why we call you. I like the straight shooting. Thanks, pal. Have fun in Cleveland, man. Right, hey, I appreciate y'all. Y'all take care of yourself. Much love. Love you, pal. Be safe. Love All you, right, pal. Love y'all too. Be safe. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. He is somewhere over the ocean on the way to Hawaii, Marshall. <laughs> I love Marshall it, Falcon man. with me for all three hours. I love it. I know. He's off to a good one. We he watched deserved. a video. He had a hard week last week, man. He, he, he was pounding it yeah, last he week. He was tired. In. We were just watching a video, uh, and I was just laughing to myself because he's got a clean shave in that video, Marshall, and my kids are desperate for him to shave off that beard. I'm like, yeah. I just watched that. I'm like, yeah, maybe not. I'm just saying, <laughs> keep the beard, babe. Don't shave Wait, while you're away. I'm just kid, saying. The kids want to shave? Oh, Taylor's desperate for him to shave really? that beard off. Oh, Daddy, yeah, spiky please. Spiky, spiky. Oh, man. Keep mm-hmm. the beard, babe. Put the sunblock on. Keep the beard. 
Just saying. <laughs> Marshall, this Kyler Murray story is crazy, though. Scrubbing was the word Charles Barkley was looking for. They, he scrubbed Scri- his Scribbing and scrubbing. Yeah. Scribbling and I'd say the same thing. What do you think? What's your um, take on this? They're just, I mean, today's out, they're just too sensitive. For real. Listen, when, when they were writing good stuff about him, he was following them and he was fine. <laughs> and they write something's bad and I'm unfollow you. It's just like it's, it's you know, I'm going to take my ball and go home. That's what it is. Are they just too soft? Is everyone just looking to have accolades? It's just everyone's going to be told how great they are and how wonderful they are. Yeah, they've, 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 been, they've been coddled a lot. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I mean, when people can be real with you, when your coaches can tell you the truth or the organization can say, hey, and, and, and let's be honest, he hasn't delivered against the Rams. It's, it, if he's not, the last two years, they've been the division leader going into the second half of the season, and they have folded like a cheap lawn chair. And, and, and it happened again. And, and, and let me say this. His play has been bad in those games. I don't know what else to say. You know, they, 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 they got him A.J. Green, Zach Ertz. They put some pieces around him. Just didn't happen. But to fight your fight on social media, I think is lame. I just think it's lame. But that's where it is now. That's where it is. And, and, and here's it's, it's well, the newspapers, the teams control the papers, the magazines, most networks. They, they control that. And where where players now find vindication is through social media and their followers. Do you re- do you read your comments, by the way? Uh, no, no, I don't uh, think so. I could care less. Right. I mean, if, if if like if it's on the first page and I catch one. But I'm not responding back. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, 